Australia have announced their T20 World Cup squad and big names have returned. The squad is filled with T20 stars and we will try and dissect it today. Hello listeners and welcome to a mini episode of the Crick Block podcast. I have with me a very happy co-host today, Shabelle, whose wish of seeing Josh Inglis in Aussie colors will finally come true. How are you, Josh? How are you, Shabelle? Oh, Sorry, I have, I, have, I, have Josh, I have Josh English on my mind since this morning. Everyone's got Josh English on their mind today. Yep. Um, yeah, very good to see him. I would have liked to see him earlier, maybe West Indies and Bangladesh tours. Um, I remember writing an article actually that, you know, I listed some of the unlucky placed himself from the squad and, and he was one of them. But we'll see what happens. He's his pick now. It's, it might be a challenge if he makes his debut in a World Cup, but he's a fearless player. So... Yep exciting to see him there yeah absolutely and first questions first do you see any big surprises is it is the squad what you had expected it to be yeah a, a surprise for me is no dry richardson I, I don't know if he's injured or anything like that but no dry richardson's a bit of a surprise for me yeah. i think he's a, a very talented uh pace bowler yeah um they, they haven't, other, CA haven't told that, anything about Jai Richardson being injured. No. So he's no, likely dropped. No. no. Another probably surprise is maybe having Daniel Sams there yep. as a traveling reserve. Yeah. I, I don't think he set the world alight in international mm. cricket. I think he's conceded like 90 runs and six overs at the death or something like that in yep. uh, T20 International. So, um, other than that, I don't see any major surprises. Um, I, I was thinking, you know, the guys that really struggled um, in Bangladesh, we were talking about them before, uh, like the likes of Enriquez and Carey and, and these guys. I didn't expect them to be picked. Yeah. Not with the, the main players coming back. And um, Overall, I think it's a pretty good squad. You yeah. know, and that's to be expected. The Australian first team is, is quite good, but it's what yeah. happens when a few players are missing as we've seen in recent times. And then the depth is really tested and there's not much depth there, but, but from a first team perspective, it's pretty good. Yeah, absolutely. And going back to your point about Daniel Sams, um, looking at the squad, there's quite a bit of bowling attack in the squad already given yes. Pat Cummins, uh, Mitchell Stark, uh, Swepson, Zampa, Kane Richardson, uh, Hazelwood, you know, Stoinis can bowl. Ashton Agar has been pretty good. Mitchell Marsh. It's a it's a really good you know bowling lineup if you if you all things considered. So, do you think Australia may have missed the trick here, not picking someone like a Josh Philippi instead of Daniel Sams, who could probably bolster their batting lineup as opposed to the bowling lineup? Uh, probably not, because um, I think Australia had a decision to make between the three wicket keepers, the three like, first choice wicket keepers in terms of Matt Wade, Alex Carey, Josh Philippi, and they thought yep. probably Matt Wade's the one who's probably best equipped to bat in the middle, yep. uh, middle order. Josh uh, Philippi has got plenty of talent, but, but he's very untested in the middle order and quite uh, untested in international cricket in a way he hasn't really stepped up in international cricket. Um, yep. I, I mean, so... Um, but but interesting, no, you touched. No, no, no. Interesting, you touched on Alex Carey. Uh, what are your thoughts oh, yeah. about him being omitted? Yeah, look, look, they, they they see him as the future captain in Australian cricket. But how can you take someone who averages eleven in T Twenty internationals to a World Cup, and someone who's really you know 
struggling in, the, in that middle order, coming in in those middle overs and, and getting going. Um, even when he opened the batting, he had the chances to open and he, he couldn't get going at all. He's just, um, he's got plenty of talent, Kerry, yep. plenty of talent, but I think you just need more consistency from him. Yep. He needs to show it more at international level, uh, level like a number of others have to because it's and one thing doing it in the big bash, but you've got to do it um, absolutely at the highest level as well. Yep. And the interesting thing about this squad is as well that there's 11 of the 18 that have been picked who have IPL contracts. So, but again, having said that, Pat Cummins is, is not going for the IPL because I think That's he's right, staying Pat back Cummins for the child. Yeah, birth of his first yeah. child. So, it is this um, IPL being looked at by these players as a prep for the World Cup? Because obviously, Kyle Jamieson from New Zealand have, you know, just came out and said, said that I'm just looking at this from a from a T20 World Cup point of view. Yeah, for sure. And that, that's why um, Cricket Australia has, you know, I think paved the way for these players to, to play in the UAE before the World Cup. It's the best possible preparation in such a high-quality tournament in the same conditions that you'd be playing in the World Cup, the same place. So um, for sure, that's going to be important. I, you know, eyes will be on the likes of uh, um, Glenn Maxwell in particular. Hopefully he comes into the tournament off the back of the sort of form he showed for RCB in the first half of the tournament. Um, you know, the likes of... Um, I want to see how Australia as well, talking about... Maybe we can go into team composition a little bit here. You know, we talk about the importance of the IPL for the Australian players, but also in terms of team composition, discussing with a few friends today, it's like, what do you do with Mitchell Marsh now that that's Steve Smith? Yeah, absolutely. He goes in the IPL if he goes. Steve Smith would probably bat three for Australia. Mitch yeah. Marsh batted very well there. He was the, probably the shining light in very difficult tours lately. You know, what do you do there? You probably put Mitchell Marsh at number five or number six, but he hasn't been that consistent in that position throughout yeah. his career. So even with this squad, I've said it before, with our full squad, um, I still worry about positions five to seven. Yeah. yeah. You know, that, that finishing. Because, you know, we look at, oh, it could be Glenn Maxwell, but he's so, awesome so- when he- is he's it safe when to say- comes in over seven to 15. Yeah. Is it safe to say you don't back Marcus Steiners to play that role? Look, he, he, to his credit, he's, I think he's improved in that role the last 12 months since the uh, restart of cricket after COVID. Yep. I thought in the IPL last year, he showed some good signs. But then if you remember the back end of the last season's IPL, the early capitals put him back to opener mm. and thought probably that's where we can get the best out of Stoinis. But I think that, that I, also stemmed I, I from... position is opener. Yeah, that also stemmed from his performance as an opener for Melbourne Stars in the, in the previous Big Bash. Correct. That, that's his most probably preferred position because the key for Stoyness in those conditions is getting started against spin. Yeah. yeah. And that's, it goes for a number of players as well. Um, they, they're very capable, but it's doing it on a consistent basis. That's going to be the challenge. If you want to win a tournament like this, you can't have a bad day um, yeah. in the crunch matches. Yeah. So, And especially when you consider the group stages, there's top two spots in a very competitive group. So you've got to be on your game all the time. So that's why this IPL coming up, I'm very uh, interested to see how the likes of Steve Smith go. Yeah. And especially how the likes of Marcus Stoinis go, because if he gets into some finishing form, that's going to be really good for Australia. Uh, moving on to the yeah. bowling side of things, quickly want to touch on the spinners. So they have picked three spinners, um, Ashton Agar, mm. 
uh, Adam Zampa and Mitchell Swepson. You could argue Glenn Maxwell could give them a few overs here and there, but really these are the three spinners that Australia is going with to the UAE for the World Cup. So uh, starting with two spinners, do you think the two leggies or do you think a left ha- left-hander and a leggy? No, I think I think I think Agar will play. I reckon Agar will get in the first choice team. I think he's been good the last 18 months in T20 cricket for Australia. He's been in the wickets and he can score some runs down the order too. So Agar. um, And then depending on conditions, you might look to maybe drop one of the the main quicks. You probably think your main quicks would be Hazelwood, Cummins, Stark. You probably... If, if conditions are really suiting spin, you'd go with your two leg spinners. You, you probably have to. Um, yeah. But if conditions are similar to what they were in the UAE last year for the IPL, where it wasn't too spin friendly, but the seamers had a say as well, mm. then you can have Hazelwood for the power play, Stark, yeah. Cummins as well there. That's a pretty good attack. Yeah. And then and Zampa there. Do you but, think in, in, place, in a place like UAE, um, they, they go in for a, uh, for a batting cover down the order and then pick four ballers and then look at Maxwell, Marsh and Stoinis for the, um, you know, fifth and sixth and seventh bowling option. They could do that. Yes, they could do that. Particularly, you know, if pitches are really slow, then you can get the likes of uh, Stoinis and Mitch Marsh bowling cutters into the pitch. Um, yeah. Because it remains to be seen how the pitches play because of the IPL being played uh, yeah. soon before that as well. So, yeah. But to the to the credit of the ground staff last year, I refer back to the IPL. It was a long tournament last year across three grounds. Yeah. But the pitches for the tournament were really good. You look at for the mm. final, you look at for the, the eliminator, the playoffs. Even the back end of the tournament there, the pitches were still quite good. So it'd, yeah. be, it'd be interesting to see if that's the case again yeah. this year. Um yeah. before we before we finish, I'd like to get your thoughts on on the on the squad. Um, you know, what do you make of this Australian uh, squad as an India fan? Oh, I think it's it's a pretty pretty. I wouldn't go as far as saying it's a balanced squad, but it's it's a it's not you know it's not there's no surprises there. I mean, I mean we all knew when once the star superstars come back for Australia, yes. you know we pretty much picked what it was going to be. So, um, yeah, the the only thing remains, you know, as as you said that that four five six so, sorry not four five six and seven uh, batting spots. Um, where there could yeah. be a few surprises if uh, if that's so I don't know who I, I really want Josh Inglis to um, to start for Australia so you know he's someone for the future as well and you know he's really in form can prove lethal and you know can be destructive at any time in the game so and they don't have like the, the, there's obviously there's Maxwell and Steiners who can be destructive as well. So those three combine those three together. And I, I think that's a pretty, that's a pretty good lineup. So, yes. um, but before we finish today, last question for you, mm. Australia are playing, are in the group stage with England, South Africa and West Indies. That's a, that's, I think that's a pretty, pretty good group. So, and then obviously you add two from the, um, uh, the qualifiers I think there's group A teams that are coming into one group A and one group B team that's coming yeah. uh, into group yeah. uh, group one with Australia. Yeah. So um, let, let's assume it's Sri Lanka from group, group A and let's assume it's someone like a Bangladesh or Scotland from group B. Yeah. What? Where do you think, what are Australia's chances? Where do you think they'll finish up? Oh, well, one, uh, before, you, before you answer, before you answer all... You know, all you have to do is beat uh, South Africa and England, 
beating England is a bit, you know, probably the biggest. All you have to do. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Probably beating the best white ball side in the last <laughs> no, few years. No, so. no worries. Even South Africa, mate. Even South Africa with the yeah. likes of Shamsi and, and yep. the spinners and yep. Rabada and Co. and De Kock and these guys, they're not going to be easy either. Sri Lanka. Uh, with a you know a few good spinners in those conditions too won't be easy either. Um, I'll probably have Australia in that group probably just missing out to be fair if I'm being realistic. Yep. But at the same time, it wouldn't surprise me if we do perform well, particularly if we get Maxwell Inglis if he plays Stoinis, yep. these guys firing in the middle. Yep. Um, I, I'm I'm going for a surprise. I don't mind our bowling and, attack. Yep. I'm mm. going for a surprise, and I'm saying Australia finish in the semi-finals. Okay, over who though? West, uh, Indies? West Indies. West Indies. So you got West Indies to miss out. Yeah, yeah. Just because, ah, uh, just I got West Indies and South Africa. No, sorry, I'll sorry, scratch that. I'll go. I'll still go Australia to finish in the semi-finals, but I got South Africa to miss out. Um, so you got. Two teams from each group that go into the semi-finals, isn't it? That's right. That's why it's really yeah. difficult. Yeah. yeah. So I got England, West Indies, Australia, uh, South Africa. Uh, they contenders. It is. That is it's really tough. It is very tough. tough. It is tough. That's why. Um, that's what I was saying before about the point. The middle order and the bowlers have got to be on there. Yeah. The whole time. Oh so, no! So, no. On second thoughts, just scratch that. I don't. I don't think we're going to finish up <laughs> in the same finals. <laughs> I, I was just looking at the name. You look very, like, you look very sure of your opinion there, mate. Yeah, no, nah, I, I, I gave it some. I gave it we'll second more, thoughts. We'll know more closer to the tournament, like after IPL and, yeah. and things like that, where you know teams will be. You'll see who you know any injuries or things like that. If everyone's mm. fit, firing, and you might have a clearer idea. But yeah. as things stand now, the Australian squad is a talented one, but England, West Indies, and South Africa. Even Sri Lanka in a group, um, and if Bangladesh fall into Australia's group as well, we, we know what Bangladesh did to yep. us recently yep. as well. But in those conditions, no matter who Australia play, if you don't play the slower balls well and play well on the slow pitches, you're going to find it very difficult. So yep. we're going to have to be on our game. Yeah. All right. That's our recap of the Australian squad announcement that was announced this morning. Um, let us know what you think. Those who are listening on Spotify, uh, please go to YouTube and subscribe as well. And those who are watching us on YouTube, please go to Spotify and subscribe as well. So let us know in the comments below what do you think about the Australian squad. And uh, we'll keep reviewing all the squads as they get announced. Thank you. Thank you so much. Thank you, Shabel. Thanks, Nash. Thanks, everyone, for listening and watching.